As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that's exactly what you'll get. They can help you in any industry. With just one interview at Express, you have a connection to endless jobs. Whether you want a contract job or a new full-time role, choose Express Employment Professionals. Express has 860 locally owned locations and no fees for job seekers. Visit ExpressPros.com. That's ExpressPros.com today to find a location near you. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Thanks for listening to the best of the Ben Maller Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 2 to 6 Eastern, 11 p.m. to 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And to find your local station for the Ben Maller Show at foxsportsradio.com, you can find it there. Or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of the Ben Maller Show on Fox Sports Radio. And we are just minutes away from the beginning of the 92nd annual Benny Awards, celebrating the greatness of the radio show for the last year. And there's a lot of anticipation. Where everyone's dressed up. Everyone's excited here. We had the red carpet ceremony before the show. Uh, we actually had to bleep out Flexus. Very embarrassing what Flexus did on the red carpet. Shame on Flexus. But we'll get to all that coming up in a little bit. But we begin with Jamestown losing his marbles. Uh, now, over the weekend after, well, it actually began on Thursday. So we go back to last Thursday and the push across the finish line by Scott Foster, some very biased 
toxic NBA officiating helping the Lakers come back against the Rockets. Remember the famous 17 to nothing foul shot advantage from the midway point in the third quarter to the end of the game? Well, when the officiating's not like that, the Lakers, uh, they, have, they have problems. They came crashing back to earth over the weekend in Nolens against a team that did not have Anthony Davis. He did not play. The unibrow was in street clothes, and the Pelicans' backup scored 128 points against the Lakers, and they won that game. So the Lakers back under 500 with 23 games left in the regular season, which led to another LeBron James temper tantrum. LeBron, as he is known to do, when things are going right, it's look at me. When things are not going right, it's look at them. Uh, here is LeBron. We have we have the audio, as Warner Wolf would say. Let's go to the audio tape. First of all, LeBron referencing in a back and forth with reporters here that the Lakers are afraid to be uncomfortable. Hmm. Let's listen. You know, last few years, you know, everybody's so accustomed to. The, the losses that I'm just not accustomed to. I'm not accustomed to it. I would never get comfortable with losing. So, you know, losing game one to Houston, it feels the same way as losing game 59 in New Orleans for me. That's just how I'm built. That's who I am. All right. Uh, here's more from, from LeBron. I think that was the wrong one. But the Lakers are afraid to be uncomfortable. Here we go. Here, let's hear. Are they afraid to be uncomfortable? Can we play the right sound, please? Yes, here we go. But how many know what's at stake if you've never been there? So I'm asking you too. I'm like, like, how do you know what's at stake if you've never been there before? For you know, no, not you. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. No, obviously, I'm not talking about you. I'm just, I'm just like, you know, kind of playing devil's advocate. You know. Yeah, I mean. So you know, so it's, it's 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 kind of a you know a fine line you know when you when you talk about that because you know when you've um, when you don't really when you've never been there or, or know what it takes to actually you know you know shoot for something like that and sometimes you're afraid to get uncomfortable you know so you got to be comfortable with being uncomfortable um, so I'm not saying that's what what we are as a as a whole kind of looks that way at times that you know sometimes we feel like we're afraid to be uncomfortable kind of get out of our comfort zone. You know, kind of, you know, have that sense of urgency, you know, from the jump and not be afraid to, to actually go out and fail to succeed. So, um, I mean, we have, what, 23, 23 games left. Let's see what happens. I see. I, the beginning of that, it actually was in the middle there towards the end. LeBron's like, but well, I'm not saying we're like that, but I'm saying we're like that. Uh, Here's more from LeBron, who's questioning his teammates and their dedication to the game. All right, anyway, we don't need to play the audio. Apparently, we don't have it. But uh, let's discuss here. LeBron, trust me, called out his team's focus. He also made a laundry list of excuses with injuries and suspensions and all that. All right, so the question is, where are you on this LeBron James outburst, which you only heard part of for reasons beyond my control Trust me. All right, now my thoughts here. You've got the matador fingers and the defeatist attitude. You've got those three things, and we will mix them all together for you. Uh, now, A, the, the Lakers have been this year, they're under 500. They're an embarrassment. Now, I did not expect them to be that great this year, but to be below 500 with 23 games to, to go in the season is ridiculous. LeBron James is going to need a whole lot of assistance here. 
from the officials to get this band of losers into the playoffs. And it's not about being uncomfortable, the soundbite, which you did hear. Uh, LeBron talked about you know, being uncomfortable and all that stuff. Uh, although that was a good cheap shot at Luke Walton, right? That was a below-the-belt cheap shot at, at Luke. And c- coaches don't don't really matter. LeBron doesn't want a coach that is uber-aggressive. He's never had that. He doesn't want that now. He, he likes to have that coach who he can get rid of disposable. He can bring somebody else in. Right now, the, the Lakers have been confused and twisted into a pretzel all season defensively. And if you think otherwise, if you think somehow, oh, you're 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 not right, Mal. You're just being a hater. Then no, you're wrong. You're the one suffering from uh, psychosis here. It has been matador defense from the very beginning. And LeBron James has been the guiding light here. Let's call a spade a spade here. When you watch that Laker team, LeBron plays a lackluster brand of defense. He is. Very low effort defensively, and the LeBron toadies in the media, the lemmings, say, well, he's conserving his energy. He doesn't want to waste energy defensively. And what exactly is he saving his energy for? Well, I would think in May, the rollout of Space Jam 2, right in their big event there in May for Space Jam 2, could that be the ticket? Possibly. Now, part B of this, the the speech, which you, again, only heard part of beyond my control. I promise I did my part of the job. Uh, but the, the speech was vintage LeBron James, right? W- one day, he, when the Lakers are going right, he's bragging, you know, I'm in playoff mode, playoff mode is activated. And then the next day, when the team plays like horse manure, he comes back and he's up to his old tricks, right? It's the, the classic LeBron James where he's, pointing fingers, right? When the Lakers win, LeBron takes a bow. He's like, hey, look at me. And when the Lakers lose, he's pointing fingers at everyone else and doesn't take any responsibility. It's been at the heart of the uh, LeBron's playbook. And this is his first time with the Lakers, but going back a while now. And he's got these deep-seated issues. The public is saying, I am not mad while stewing on the inside, kind of sulking and, and withdrawing here. And we have... We've seen the terrible body language. He had that early on against the Rockets in the game last week and complaining, complaining, and he washes his hands with the situation. It's like, it's not my fault. It's Luke Walton's fault for not making these players uncomfortable. It's the players' fault for not taking NBA Live seriously. One of the soundbites I had planned on playing, uh, LeBron called out the focus of the players. He indicated that they were into some other stuff other than solely being focused on the game that night. Now, the last word on this. Then uh, LeBron James, he had the chutzpah to blame the Laker problems on the lack of chemistry because of injuries and suspensions, even going as far in one of the soundbites, which you did not hear, to point the finger at the injury to Lonzo Ball that he was aware. That that is why the Lakers are not living up to their end of the bargain. Now, LeBron knows that many purple and gold historians, the ones that are Kool-Aid drinkers, will eat up anything he says on this front. But if you actually use some critical thinking here, uh, this is a defeatist attitude. Every team, every single team has some level of adversity. No team in the history of sport, in any sport, whether it's basketball, football, baseball, hockey, whatever, no team starts the year with whatever their roster is, if it's 25-man roster in baseball or 53 in the NFL, 
and 12 to 15, whatever it is in the NBA, nobody starts with those players and then ends the year with the same players. You're going to have injuries. You're going to have players get suspended. You're going to have players get traded. You're going to have players not live up to their end of the bargain, and they'll get released, and you bring in some other players. It happens all the time. And as Bill Belichick and the Patriots like to preach, next man up, do your job, all that nonsense, the you're supposed to have opportunity when people don't perform well or they get hurt. Other people have an opportunity to rise on up. But the Lakers, no matter who's played, they're 29th in the NBA from the foul line. Last I checked, no one's guarding them when they're at the foul line and unless the air conditioning vents are turned on, blasting air down. Turnovers, they're 29th in the NBA. Three-point shooting, where they didn't even try to get any three-point shooting. The Lakers are 27th in the NBA. And in defense, uh, they're not in the top 20. They're 23rd in points allowed all year. Now, what about the other argument? Well, it's if LeBron hadn't gotten hurt, then the Lakers would be fine. I hear this over and over. The, the Lakers are 23-18 and 18 in games LeBron James has played in. 23-18. and 18. In the games he has missed, they're 6-12. and 12. So there you go. That's right. That's all you have to say. However, that's a simpleton's outlook because if you look at the last 14 games LeBron James has played, the Lakers have a losing record. Last 14 games, they have a 6-8 and eight record. That's under 500. In that stretch, they've lost to the Atlanta Hawks, the Washington Wizards, and the New Orleans Pelicans, Sands, Anthony Davis. That is a bad, bad stretch of 14 games where LeBron James has played. All right, it's the Ben Maller Show on Fox. Time to give out our first award. We have the big Buffalo soccer open. I hope we have that. Here we go. Live from Sherman Oaks, California, in the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Premier Radio Networks is proud to present the 105th Annual Benny Awards. And now, here's your host for the evening, Ben Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Very nice of you to be here. I thought it was only the 92nd, but we're actually up now to 105. 105 years of giving out the greatness, the Benny Awards, celebrating the great contributions from you, the listeners, those that take time out. Most people will never be part of the show. They've done studies in the radio industry that the radio profession the people that take calls like our show, we take phone calls. We don't have a big payroll. A lot of these other shows get a budget. They have paid guests on. If you want to know why a lot of the guests sound so happy, it's because they're getting paid to be on the radio. We don't pay people here. We don't. Uh, we just don't have a budget for it. So we have calls and interaction, and you're a big part of the show. So the Benny Awards honor once a year those men and women who have helped make the Ben Maller Show very average yet again, or great, depending on how you look at it. The first category was social media contributions. Social media contributions. A very important category on our show. We're very obsessed with the Twitter machine, the magic Twitter machine. And we have our candidates here. Now, we originally started with 16 finalists. And it was very intense. We had we had a bunch of brackets. Everyone voted. We had some voter collusion that took place. It was very embarrassing. Some voter collusion there that took place back with Blind Scott trying to influence the vote. We ended up having thousands of votes all together for all the different categories in this area, social media contribution. In the end, the final four nominees 
for social media contributions of the Ben Maller Show year 2018. We're celebrating the, the past year. Here we go. And the nominees are Mike from the LBC, Mr. Nice Guy, Rob in Vegas, and Just Josh. All right. The envelope has been handed to me. And the winner of the 105th Benny Award for social media contributions on the Ben Maller Show as voted with 39% of the popular vote, just 2% advantage goes to Just Josh. Congratulations to Just Josh. You have won the first Benny Award of this year's show. Congratulations. Each winner will receive two golden tickets for their contribution to the show. So good job by Just Josh. Very excited. Uh, Josh, I know you... he can't be here right now to accept his award. Maybe he'll call in later. But just Josh, the lame jokes writing on the show. He does a lot of that. And there's so many tweets reacting to what we do there. And thanks to everybody that contributes to this particular category. We had many other people that could not make the final 16 but do contribute on a semi-regular basis. So the first Benny goes to just Josh in Cincinnati. We say hello to Edmund Dallas Steamboat Willie Judas Solid Gold Garcia. Well, Ben, you're looking spectacular in your uh, crushed velvet uh, tuxedo well, there. thank and you. Un- the, unlike those yeah. other, you know, that other award show that some people might have watched, we actually do have a host on yeah. this show, and that would be one right. Ben Maller. Thank you very much. I want to thank our, our friend for the bow ties we got a couple we years ago no there. Expense. When the, the bow tie here is very nice, and uh, you look good. You're very dapper, Eddie. Very dapperly dressed there. Decided to go all white tuxedo this year. You know, I understand. Yeah. It's uh, you know, it's radio, but it's uh, it's a good look, Eddie. It stands out. You want to stand out. That's the the old Craig Sager, the late great Craig Sager, or our friend Mr. Cherry, Mr. Hockey Don Cherry there. So we have all that and. And that's just the tip of the iceberg. Yes. The, the Bennies coming up all night for you. Well, and unlike the other award show, yeah. uh, we're not the 1%. We are the, well, we're the bottom 1% is what we are. We're not the top 1%. We're the bottom 1%. And we wanted to give an award that, very important, you know, the award shows, you start out with these awards no one cares about, which is about 90% of the awards on those uh, big you know, Academy uh, Awards and all that stuff. And nobody here will thank the Academy. No one, when they win an award, will thank the Academy, which is good because there's no Academy to thank. There's no need to thank the Academy. I don't even know what that is. I don't know what that means. I have no idea. There's no need for that. And uh, so it's very exciting here. We'll give out some more awards throughout the show. We'll lead up. sprinkle them in. Exactly. To the crescendo, Eddie. And the crescendo, as you know, is Caller of the Year. That is a title of titles. Past winners have included Pete in Pittsburgh, Doc Mike in Chicago. The award is in honor now and memorial for the great Jeannie in Medford. If you're a new listener to our show, Jeannie in Medford, the gold standard. Uh, we were convinced she was a cartoon character. We did not think Jeannie in Medford was a real human being. She turned out to be very much a real human being. Shut up, Eddie. I didn't say anything. We, we love Jeannie. She's great. She lives on on our show virtually. She'll always live on. As long as I'm here, we'll have... The Genie and Medford sound bites to look back on. Come on in, man. The beautiful Medford, Oregon there. Some great moments in show history. And who could forget the night that she and Pete in Pittsburgh were on the air at the same time and she started talking like a gangster from Compton. It was wild. It was so amazing. Uh, one of my favorite moments there. We, I never got to meet Jeannie in Medford, but we did 
See some photos of her at the end there. So very nice woman and uh, the caller of the year, the Memorial Genie and Medford Award. We'll be giving out that later in the show. Baby, you want to hang out with me? We have a new category this year. You need that good stuff. Later on, Eddie, we'll have the, which I'm excited about, the fight of the year. The Donnybrook of the year on the show, as voted by the listeners. So that's exciting. We have some good fights on the show. Uh, people getting very upset with each other over stupid things on sports radio, which is always amazing to me that people get upset, but it happens. And so we'll be giving out the Benny for that later on. And some surprises along the way. So very excited for the one. It'll be a fun night. Yes, the 105th edition of the Bennys. I was wrong. I thought it was the 92nd, but it's the 105th edition. Who can keep track it's when very so hard. many wonderful, wonderful moments? Very hard. Yeah. I've been here so long, over 100 years now. It's just shocking. And hopefully we'll get to hear from, from some of the big winners. Yes, if the winners want to call in, feel free. I know there's some people that are up for awards that are prematurely calling in. The voting has closed now, so there's no more time to vote. You, everything's done. And everyone looking very nice on the red carpet there. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Saturdays are for sunshine, especially for your ears. With another election, ongoing wars, and natural disasters, we know the news can be a lot to take in. And we're determined to share the bright side of humanity. Every Saturday, take a breather from the headlines and hear all the uplifting happenings across the world with Five Good Things, a new weekend edition of CNN Five Things. That means you can find this goodness in the same feed as Five Things. Listen to Five Good Things on the iHeartRadio app. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very of all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. <laughs> like, what did we do? It's so slow. Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on the Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you. When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! 
and even checkouts not until four so because the american express platinum card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants elevated experiences at live events and 4 p.m late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through amex travel that's the powerful backing of american express see how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with amex terms apply it seemed like a really good idea at the time it seemed like this is what could possibly go wrong well, it's a random February night, NBA basketball. You try to get the attendance up a little bit. What are you going to do to get the attendance up? Well, you know what? Why not have a 90s theme night? I'll pay some 90s musician to come in. I know. Let's get our marketing department to spend some money and fly Jerule in to perform at halftime of a Bucks wolves game. What better way to dress up the attendance? People be excited. It's going to be great. Right, it's gonna be it'll be marvelous. Way to go, right? How did it go? Don't ask. It was an unmitigated disaster. Although it was so bad, it got us to talk about it on the show. Uh, it, it was just wonderful. It began. Here's how. Here's how it went. It began with Jerul uh, complaining that he wasn't really a '90s rapper, but more of a '2000s artist. Because like, hey, wait a minute, my yeah, my album came out 1999, but I'm not really a '90s guy. So he was complaining about that. And then the arena, the in-house sound and tech, they were all over the place. So you know, that very awkward when you when you I've seen this at NBA games where you go out there and you check it out, and like the cheerleaders, they don't have the music queued up, so they have to stand on the court and wait for them to play the right music, and it's very awkward, right? You feel bad for them, like, oh, man, you're out there, you're in your underwear, and you've got to wait for the in-house <laughs> arena. Well, Jarul, he was, he was standing out there pretty much naked with all his backup dancers and all that because they didn't have the music ready to go, and it was ineptitude and clumliness on display. It was just really bad. The show was so pathetic – how pathetic was it? I'm glad you asked. It was so pathetic that Giannis Adentacumbo and some of the other Bucks players came out to warm up while Jarul was still doing his performance at halftime wearing his Ray Allen throwback jersey. So that was the that was the night. Now it gets even better. Gets even better. How could it get better? I'll tell you. Someone who runs the social media accounts of the Timberwolves, probably a low rung employee decided, I'm going to have some fun on social media. I'm going to have some fun goofing on Jerul. That's what I'm going to do. So they quoted the notorious tweet about the infamous fire festival that Jerul had sent out. And, of course, the documentary is very popular in the last month or so on Netflix and also uh, some of the other online streaming services. So, anyway... Uh, Here's what the Timberwolves tweeted out. We, too, were hustled, scammed, bamboozled, hoodwinked, and led astray, was what they tweeted out, (laughs) (laughs) which is pretty funny, right? That's who who cares. Stupid halftime show at a Bucks timberwolves game. How do you think Jerule handled it? How do you think he handled it? Do you think he said, oh, that's fine. I'm I'm a big boy. I'm an adult. I can handle it. I don't care. I deserve that. It's embarrassing. They paid me a lot of money to come in here. And it was a bad show, and it's a bad job by me. No, 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 no. He decided, you know what I'm going to do? I am going to go into my bag of jinx, and I am going to throw some jinx on the opponent. Here's what he said. You just jinxed yourself talking to the god this way. You're cursed now, Jarul responded. 
you won't win a championship for the next 30 years. <laughs> and Cat, as in Carl Anthony Towns, is leaving, he yelled. It's a low blow. He then demanded an apology. He said, apologize and I'll lift the curse. He then gave a weird emoji and said, kiss of death. All right, let's discuss. Now, the question, how concerned should the Minnesota Timberwolves be about the Ja Rule curse being in effect? This is a wonderful thing. This is the greatest thing that's happened to Timberwolves basketball since Kevin Garnett became a stud back in the day in Minnesota. This is a win, 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 win. Blessing in disguise. My observations. You've got mutually beneficial. LaVar and the mausoleum. And we will lock all this together. Now, number one, Jarul continues to have storm clouds following this man around. This show was a poop fest as we described. Now, I watched the, the video, which is available on YouTube and also on Twitter, but it was a combo dish of the arena staff in Milwaukee and Jarul's team. I assume he brought some people with him who, poop fest. who were not prepared. All right, they teamed up for a very bland, flavorless halftime show and always an opportunist. Right? This actually turned out to be a net positive. Why? I'll tell you. If Jarul had performed your standard, without a hitch, halftime performance, you think we're sitting here wasting valuable airtime at Fox Sports Radio breaking down a halftime show of a Bucks timberwolves game? No. Instead, he served up diaper gravy. And because of the diaper gravy, we get to analyze the halftime show, right? So it was mutually beneficial because we're here. We are talking about your rule. We're talking about the Timberwolves. Why not? Not so much about the Bucks. Now, number two, as for the jinx of the Timberwolves, you know, plus, let me tell you something right now. This is a gift from the gods. And last I checked, Jarul is not a god. Uh, but as I learned from LeVar Ball, stay in your lane, right? When you think of NBA curses, there's only one musical act that can curse in the NBA. And you know it is not Ja Rule. You know who it is? My buddy, he follows me on Twitter, Little B. We're tight. That's right. He's the only one allowed to do it. Little B, you can't, no, Ja Rule, you can't do it, man. Sorry. You got to check with Lil B to see if you're allowed to do it. Now, if you watched any of the Fire Festival documentaries, you are well aware that the Timberwolves have nothing to worry about. If Jarul is involved, they have nothing to worry about. Just make sure that Jarul, uh, as the, the joke goes, doesn't actually buy a piece of the Timberwolves because then they will become the first NBA team ever to go bankrupt. Okay, because nobody goes bankrupt in these professional sports. The only way Jarul can curse something is if he invests in it. Then it's a disaster. That's the only way, right? And if he says something's going to happen, bet the house the other way. Forget about a 30-year jinx. This could be the the 30 years of dominance. The Timberwolves are going to reign over the NBA by attempting to put a spell on Minnesota's basketball team, he's removed the jinx that was already there. You've done that, Jarul. And look at this. Anyone that follows math and science knows it's true. If Jarul is in on it, go the other way. And as far as our friends in Minnesota, 
the promotional staff at KFAN. Let me give them some free advice here. What they ought to do is hold a parade. Okay, what I would do is have a parade honoring Jeruel this week to celebrate the reverse of the Wolves' curse. Embrace this. This is a wonderful thing. This is a great mitzvah for the Timberwolves. And the, the final point here, all right, these throwback promotions, we see a lot of this now. We were in the age of the throwback promotions. We were at a minor league game last year, and they had upcoming, they had a 90s night kind of theme. Actually, I think they, were, they had on that night, they had some players that were throwing back to the 90s and all that. It always seems like a good idea, but the execution turns into a hot mess. And one of the problems, like if you go back to the 90s theme musical promotion, like if you wanted to do rap, to tr- to me, and I, you know, when you think of rap, you think of me, but if you really wanted to do 90s rap, you have to go to a mausoleum to find the top 90s rappers, right? They're dead. Biggie ain't walking through that door. Tupac ain't walking through that door. That's 90s rap. All right, now you can go down a little bit and say, well, Jay-Z was around, I get that, Ice Cube, they were, but no. All right, They're, you can't afford them. They're not gonna, you think Jay-Z is going to show up to a Bucks game in February for a halftime show? No. And, and it, neither is Ice Cube. He's not either, man. I mean, please, listen, well, maybe he would. But the, the point is, listen, the point is, what are you going to do? All right? I mean, you look around. What about other, if you want to go general 90s music, what, Smashing Pumpkins? You could do, right, 90s music. Pearl Jam, that'd be a tough one. Uh, Nirvana would be impossible. You can't do Nirvana. Not available. See Biggie. See uh, see Tupac, right? Uh, you can't do that. Uh, not available. Uh, who else? What other 90s uh, groups could they get that? Tool? Is that the, the, are they still around? Are they still, really? They're still performing? New album dropping soon. Really? I don't know. Anyway, well, good luck to all involved. It is the Ben Mather Show on Fox. I get a kick out of that. It is the 105th edition of the Bennies. If you've tuned in, you've already missed, if you haven't been listening, you've missed the social media award we give out, game show contestant of the year. Time now to give out another award, the 105th edition here celebrating greatness on the Ben Mather Show, keeping us right near the bottom in all of the categories here. The next category. Here we go. See here. We had best game show contestant. We had that last year. Now it is time for Oh, this is a very important category. Best crew fill-in. A new category. A new category. Best crew fill-in. You know, every time I'm away, which usually only happens in December and a select random day throughout the course of the year. But the best crew fill-in People have to fill in for us now. I uh, end of December. I'll take a week and a half or so, usually away from the show. Uh, Eddie takes a lot of any company holiday. Eddie's away, so Eddie's uh, gone. Koopa Loop. If there's a big concert, he'll be away. Every once in a while, our friend uh, Roberto is away. But best crew fill in. The nominees are Jonas Knox, Ralph Irvin. Chris Plank, Brian No, Mike Mayer, who doesn't even work at the company anymore. All right, those are the finalists. Oh, Iowa Sam has to be very upset. Iowa Sam left out. Bad that job. That was 2019. That's a bad job by uh, by uh, really? somebody, but uh, not included. Uh, anyway, here it is. Not he, once in 2018? Not once. Okay. Eddie, apparently not. Right. Uh, at least I'm about to read the uh, the winner here. Yes, Eddie, the here. winner is. I got to open the envelope. Oh, sorry. Those envelopes are. They're big envelopes, Eddie. They are. 
Get that man a letter. And the winner is Jonas Knox. Congratulations, Jonas. You have won best crew fill-in. Edging out Ralph Irvin. Very close voting there between Jonas and Ralph. Congratulations there to Jonas. You get two golden tickets. So if you want to call the show, Jonas, you get right to the front of the line. Congratulations there. You are the winner. Thanks to all of the nominees there. Jonas Knox, your winner. Best crew fill-in for the year 2018. The 105th edition of the Bennies. You heard Eddie there, right there, Eddie. We're giving out these awards. We have so many more to give out here. We have limited time, so we're going to have to give out more awards. We've got the drop of the year, female caller of the year, worst caller of the year, and leading up to the crescendo, the 2018 Genie and Medford caller of the year, which is always exciting. We have the comeback caller of the year. Wow. Some big name callers up for that category. So take that in your pooper and pop it. <laughs> yeah. Rookie caller of the year. We'll be giving that out a little bit later as well. Biggest impact as a first-year caller on the show. So many important things to give out here. Scooby, 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 Dooby, Doo. Marcel <laughs> is a candidate for that rookie caller of the year. Could Marcel be a breakout hit and win right away? Rookie and caller of the year. Mexican Roberto. And Randy also up for that. It's a bouncier edition, Eddie, of rookie caller of I've the year. I've heard that. Yes. Bouncier, 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 Randy. But all those Negroes look the same, right? That's not till later. That's uh, up for drop of the year. One of the cat- categories for drop of the year. Uh, let's go to the phones, though, right now. Let's say hello to Phylexis, who is hanging out somewhere in New York. Hello, Phylexis. Hello, man. Hello, everybody. I want you to know, Phylexis, you look just just stunning, stunning magical. There was a glow to you when you walked down the red carpet. You have outdone yourself. Who are you wearing, Phylexis? Oh, I'm wearing the Kashabucha. All right, oh. very nice. And I, I, I like those. Uh, I like those shoes that you had on there. Very nice. Uh, these are the real slippers that I wore when I was in the Wizard of Oz. Uh, yes, very nice. And you tapped your shoes together for the cameras. I, the boys loved that. You were flirting with them a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, and my hair on it. You forgot to talk about oh, my hair. Oh, that's right. Well, what uh, now? How long did it take you to get your hair to look like that? Um, uh, five hours. At five least. hours. It took five yeah. hours. That is unbelievable. The amount of time that it takes for that, and the makeup you have on. Look at that. Your cheeks uh, are beautiful. You're so lovely. You'd be surprised what Avon sells. Uh, is that right? Is that <laughs> right? Well, that's a very Nothing nice. Nothing like ringing a good doorbell. I <laughs> understand. Well, how does this rank for? You've been here so many years. You've been all 105 edition. Additions right. now. How does this one rank? I should be a living legend. Well, you are. You're a legend on the show. You are up for some of the, the Benny Awards, as you know. You are, I am. You are, oh, well, my goodness. Well, you were always up. You were up for Comeback Caller of the Year in that category. I was? Well, I didn't say you won. I said you were a nominee oh. for Comeback Caller of the Year. We I don't am. know that. I, I, I sat up all night last night, got my speech ready and everything. Now you told me I ain't won well, yet? Well, either way, you have a speech. You either have a winner's speech or a concession speech. See, I have spies at Fox Sports Radio. I know what's going on with these bennies. So. You do. You're aware. Yeah. All right. That's why I wrote my speech ahead of time. All right. So you're saying you won. The, you, you predict you're winning the award. I, I've already won it. You it's are. Right on, it's right on my chandelier right now next to my uh, female color of the year one. Yes. Well, it's uh, holding up my books of uh, Vogue magazines. I understand. I understand. And you are. Yes. Very, I know you're very upset that you are not nominated for female caller of the year this year. Oh, I've had that. 
honey, nobody wants a second I, chance. Yeah, I, I mean, understand. Uh, you got... I, I, I am the female caller of the decade. Yes. Well, we were going to have a drag queen category, but you're the only one in it. So you would have won right. that by default if we had had a drag queen nobody category. Nobody can't. Lou Paul couldn't even. What? Lou Paul couldn't even match. That's right. Yes, exactly. All right. Well, anything else you'd like to say here, Flexus, before we move on? Anything at all? I think Kentucky's doing a great job. Okay. University of Buffalo's doing a great job. Random. But the Syracuse, they suck. Okay. Very nice. Eloquently, as always. And thank uh-huh. you. Uh, let's stay right there. You never know. Hi, Tammy. All right. There she goes. It's great getting porn. Yes, I'm it telling is. You. All right. Calm down, Flexus. Okay. There you go. Flexus, the 105th edition of the Bennies. Wow. Just an amazing night of radio and the awards keep coming in. I want to flash back, though, to the Chris in Houston versus Real Talk verbal octagon. There's yes. a lot of reaction. People very upset with me that I gave Chris. Some people upset that I gave the uh, the nod to Chris in Houston. You guys all did not have the balls to pick a winner. You each picked a draw, which I was a little blown away by, that you did not pick a winner. I felt like Chris in Houston you, won. You only gave us two rounds. If it was three, we would have well, had to I, pick a winner. I would have gone third round, but... My friend Roberto told me that if we had done that, we were walking into a nuclear option. Yeah. We probably wouldn't have been able to dump right there. Yeah. So, uh, Chris, I gave you the win, Chris. These other people did not vote for you, but I gave you the wins. Well, you know, they're real talk toe liquor, so you know how it is. I love real talk, yeah. Yeah, he does. I mean... I mean, the guy comes with old stuff. He took him like eight months to figure out some material to come at me. I mean, he had the whole year for a verbal octagon. The fact that you wait till a Benny's to bring it up, Ben. I mean, come on now. Well, he did try to do it last week, but he he knew you were not going to be there. He knew that you were not listening that night. So there you go. Well, you know, I have to do my husbandly duties. You know, Ben, I have to. You know, we all married and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, we're not. We, we don't have palms to play with all the time. You know, we. Rich guys to have real women. Palm trees, of course. Yes, absolutely correct. I <laughs> understand completely. Uh, ben, but I say this LeBron not making the playoffs. Oh my God! Just this guy <sighs> here. I'm not. I'm not there yet. I'm. I'm thinking there'll be some shenanigans coming up here with the NBA. I. I'd. I'd love for him to miss the playoffs. I think it'd be great for everybody if the Lakers miss the playoffs. But I'm. I'm not sold that this is actually reality. Like I. Wouldn't put it past the NBA to have Scott Foster assigned to every Laker game the rest of the way and have them outshoot the other team by 20 foul shots in the second half of every game. I think that's what it's going to take, really, for them to get in the playoffs. There's some really biased officiating. You know, you know, somewhere uh, Adam Silver is sitting there looking like, you, you dumbasses, I'll set this up for you dumbasses. You can't beat the New Orleans Pelicans. Really? <laughs> that's pretty bad. Like, jeez, man, they try to give them a nudge. Coop, you know it, they try to give them a nudge, Coop. Try to well, give them a little you, would, you would think the Lakers play Memphis Monday night. You would think they can't lose to Memphis, right? Memphis Not is it. terrible. They'll win, they'll win against Memphis, right? Memphis is brutal. Like I said, Ben, the wild, wild west, Ben. Welcome to the wild, wild west. LeBron thought he could come over here with that Eastern Conference, you know, bull crap, missing games and all that stuff and hanging out, and, and he could just, you know, cruise into the playoffs. This is, this is not the Eastern Conference. It's a big boy league. There you go. 
even though the San Antonio Spurs lost to the Knicks, which is embarrassing. All right, uh, thank you, Chris. Uh, there he goes, our friend Chris in Houston. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $100. $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds, it was shocking. I have to know. What were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Come on, pick and roll! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Let's get to it. Here we go. It's Maller. How about that? To the third degree. This is when Big Ben gets grilled. And we bring in the Coop Duluth, Justin Cooper. Ben, on Friday, Rick Pitino squashed rumors that he could be in line to take over the head coaching spot at UNLV. In the past, though, he's expressed interest in going to the NBA. Now, Ben, if Patino returns to the States, do you see him going college or pro? Yeah, so we've talked about this in the past. My answer has not changed. It's the NBA all day, all the way, all about the NBA for Patino. First of all, you want to win Patino. I don't think coaches matter much in the NBA. I don't. But Patino would be the exception of the rule. He's a Hall of Famer. 
He's also got so much carry-on baggage here. Like even if he wanted to coach in college, it would take a special kind of university president to overlook all of the scrutiny from the intellectuals who run most of these college campuses. They would not allow Patino on because of all of his shenanigans. Secondly, if you look around the NBA, here's where I see Patino as a candidate. I look at the Knicks as a possibility. I look at the Chicago Bulls, the Phoenix Suns as prime jobs. All three of those jobs will likely be opened up again at the end of the year. And depending on where the lottery balls land, that could become a prime job. I know Patino's already coached the Knicks in the past, but he's a big-name personality. He'll create some buzz. Those are the three possibilities. All right, next. Now, Ben, you've continually said that you don't think Kyler Murray will succeed in the NFL. Yes, I've been very out in front of that Koopa Loop many times. How many years do you think he gives it before crawling back to baseball? Okay, so the way this works in the NFL, most careers are three to five years. So if we say it's three years for Kyler Murray, then we set the over-under not a day longer than 2022, the start of 2022. So I'll say that. First of all, Kyler Murray, as a starting quarterback in the NFL – over the long haul, is not a viable option. It's not realistic. He can't physically do a three-step drop back as an NFL quarterback, which I think is you're still occasionally required to do. They've got to dumb down the offense to accommodate him. And number two, once the excitement wears off, the sideshow fades away, then that's it for Kyler Murray. So uh, no more than three years. I expect this to be two-plus, and then he puts his tail between his legs and goes back and says, hey, you know, I really, on second thought, I really love baseball. I really always wanted to be in Oakland A, and I loved Ricky Henderson. All right, next. Now, speaking of Kyler Murray, odds makers have set the over-under for his 40 time at 4.37 seconds. Yeah. Now, Ben, you're a degenerate. I have. Uh, have yeah. you ever bet on the combine? No, I have not ever bet on a combine. I'm not opposed mm-hmm. to it, right? I, I've, I've never played around with it. I think this is more of a recent gambling option, the cattle call of the NFL. But my advice is to bet the over, right? Bet the over, not the under. You have two ways to win. Either he gets hurt while running or he underachieves. So you have two options to win. You only have one way to win if you bet the under because he has to be perfect. There it is. How do we do, Coop? Benny passes That is a winner. Put it on the board. Woo! Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, you sports figure guy or girl. Who the hell are you talking to, son? Here's some instant advice. Hold that thought. No one's paid attention to me for 10 whole seconds. And if you don't like it, screw you. And away we go. It's the Insta Advice Line on screen radio. The safety net is off. The Insta Advice Line brought to you by Discover Card. We treat you like you treat you. And advice. Who needs our advice? Somebody in sports, a coach, a player, a prominent media member. This is the 105th edition of the Benny Awards. I certainly thought we could give some advice to some of those people that didn't miss out on the Benny Awards, some of the people that won the Benny Awards. But you know who really needs our advice? Bob Kraft, the owner of the Patriots. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah, well, more on this coming up in a little bit. But, boy, Friday, man, I, I I couldn't go to bed. I couldn't go to bed. I couldn't believe my eyes when I saw this story. It was amazing. There's no way. There's no chance that could be true. But according to law enforcement in Florida, Bob Kraft, the Patriots owner, 
got caught up in a, uh, a rubby dub dub at the massage there in Florida, massage place in Jupiter, Florida. Nice, really a solid, high class location. Yeah, strip, strip mall, ball, sure. Where I always go for my massages. Uh, and he's getting going to be arrested this week. What billionaire doesn't go there? Yeah. Know? Well, he spent the weekend in Hollywood craft. He was in L.A. here hanging out with the Oscar crowd. But he'll be going to Florida to turn himself in likely this week. So what is your advice to Bob Kraft, the Patriots owner? I'll take your calls at 877-99 on Fox. And uh, hello, you are on the air. Hello, line one. What'd Real you... fraud got his bitch ass slapped. All right. Line, uh, well, that's a really line two. So line three, we don't have line one. <laughs> line one hasn't worked on like months. Since the Super Bowl. Line three, you are on the air. Line three, we're giving advice to Bob Kraft. If you want to get elected for sheriff in Florida, arrest the owner of the Patriots. There you go. All right. Line four, you're on the air. Advice to Patriots owner Bob Kraft. Yeah, the Lions and Pistons and Tigers all suck, unlike Tammy in Montana, who's the greatest. Congratulations, Tammy. All right, Jason and Windsor checking in. Yes, line, where are the white women at? Line five, you are next. Line five, advice please to Bob Kraft, the Patriots owner. Uh, yes, Ben, I would look Robert Kraft square in the eye and say, you ain't up on yourself, Ben Miller. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that You ain't up on yourself, Ben Miller. Go very well. Line two, you're on the air. Hello, line two. I know it's you, Roberto. Oh. <laughs> Coming to get you, Roberto. Line three, you're Racist. on the air. If you want to call in, 877-99 on Fox. A few more. Line three, hello. Pay for a real pro. There you go. That's what you're you do. Yeah. All right, line four, you're not paying attention. Line five, hello, line five. Yeah, he should have solicited a palm tree. All right, that's what Weed Man would do. Line two, hello, line two. Change your last name to Quagmire, giggity, giggity. All right, line three, we're giving advice to <laughs> Bob Kraft, the Patriots owner. He was caught up in a prostitution sting in Florida last week. Hello, line three. Oh, I didn't even hear the news. Uh, I know he's been paying referees for years and years and years down at yeah, All now. right, that weasel from Maine. I knew you would call it. Line, line four, hello. Hello, line four. I would have given him Bella for tonight. All right, yeah, no. Uh, line five. You're, your hello, line yeah. five. You're on the air, line five. You haven't had a proper rub and a tug until you've had one in prison. All right, well, you know all about that. Line <laughs> Line two, you're on the air. We're giving advice to Bob Kraft, the Patriots owner. Hello, line two. Save your money, Bob Vaseline. All right, works for you. We'll do uh, one more, only one more. Coop, pick the final call, the instant advice line for Bob Kraft, the Patriots owner. He's in some trouble here. Line three. Line three, the final call, the instant advice line. Hello, line three, go. He's got a pocket full of rubbers, and a homeboy dude, too. All right, there you go. Uh, very nice. Uh, you know, there it is, the instant advice line for Bob Kraft. Should be a very interesting week for the Patriots owner. He says he didn't do it. They Police claim they have video. Is it a Bob Kraft lookalike? Got murder, gotta go. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.
Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Six PM. Book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com/slash-with-amex. Terms apply. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great Thank conversation. You. 